ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Ladies, welcome back to the No Higher Calling podcast. Um, I know a couple weeks ago, I did a uh, podcast on the topic of hospitality, and I've gotten great feedback um, from that one. It seems like hospitality is really a topic um, that kind of struck a chord that everybody wants to hear more about. So that's what I want to talk about on this episode, and I actually have several other episodes in the works on this topic. There's just so much, so much into the topic of hospitality, so many different spiritual angles that we can look at, practical angles. Um just some really great content that we can get into on hospitality. But when I was recording um, the episode, the last one that we did on hospitality, really on the heart of hospitality, um, what what should be in our heart? What should be our goals? What should be our motives? Having our heart right with Christ, um, having him preeminent in our lives in this area of wanting to serve and minister to others, um, meeting their spiritual needs, not just their physical needs by food, um, but having a purpose of refreshing people. Um, it also kind of got me thinking about another aspect of hospitality that really is so rooted deeply in our hearts and a heart attitude, and that is hospitality within your home. And I'm not talking about like having people over to your home in this episode. I'm talking about your home, your day in, day out, husband, children. Are you hospitable to your husband and children? Am I hospitable to my husband and children? You know, there's so many times where when we have people over, I just, I put my best foot forward. You know, we're dressed nice. The house is clean. Music's playing. Candles lit. Delicious dinner. Um, so much effort goes into that. And there again, not, you know, I, I can do all of that and still have the right spirit with the Lord, still um, be focused on ministering and not trying to impress. But I do think about how much effort I often put into into ministering to other people um, and how often I neglect ministering to the people that are within my home. And it's so funny that the people that we're with the most, we just tend to neglect the most. Um, I mean, let's just be real. It's true. Who sees the real you? Your husband and your kids. They see when mom is angry, when mom is grouchy, when mom is impatient. Um, they often get the raw end of the stick. And and I don't think, I, I know that is not what Christ intended. So I just want to talk a little bit in this episode about just extending hospitality to the people that live within the walls of your home, to the people that you see every day. Um, I recommended in my last hospitality episode um, the book, A Life That Says Welcome, um, and I'll, I'll link that here in the show notes. Um, but the author shared a story in there that I just thought, oh my goodness, I relate to that, and I think so many of you all will as well. Um, So she said there was a family in her church that had had a baby. They asked her to make a meal for them. And I think it was have a baby. Maybe somebody was sick. I'm trying to think. Either way, 
you get the point. I just don't want any of you to read this and be like, oh, she didn't get it right. So either way, she was trying to be a blessing to someone um, that needed a meal. And so she spent so much time preparing this really nice, elaborate meal. Um, They go to leave the house and the kids are like, mom, we're hungry. We haven't eaten. And she's like, oh, I didn't feed you guys. Okay. So then she just gives them like hot dogs or something like really quick and easy. And she's like, all right, we're going to have to eat this in the car because we got to go and get this meal to somebody. And she was just talking about how she had her priorities out of line. Um, it, it wasn't, she wasn't doing a wrong thing in ministering to another family, but it was to the neglect of her own and just several different practical tips that she gave in the book of ways that you can minister to both, even at the same time. And then other people that I've heard share this is whatever you're making for your own family for dinner, just double it and take that to the family in need. That way your family is getting the same thing that their family is. That way you're not making, you know, steak and baked potatoes for so-and-so. And then your husband and kids are like, well, sorry, guys, you're going to be eating cereal. Um, but just really showing those within your home that, hey, you're important to me too. And um, there's just no better example of a godly woman than what we find in Proverbs 31. And I'm just going to read a few verses here, starting in Proverbs 31, 26. It says, She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Um, I just think those verses are so powerful as we think of them in light of this topic of being hospitable to your family members. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. When I am ministering and serving and trying to, back to the hospitality, meeting the spiritual, emotional, physical needs of my family members, of the ones that are most precious to me, is the law of kindness in my mouth. And that, I'm just sitting here so convicted because so often it's not. Um, When I'm with others, it's easy to have the law of kindness, even if it's a fake law of kindness that I'm putting on, um, you know, to be more socially acceptable or whatever. Um, but how often in just the real nitty gritty everyday interactions with my kids and my husband, do I let the law of kindness rule in my mouth? And I, I think that's just a powerful thought right there. But it goes on. Verse 27, she looketh well to the ways of her household. And that really is just the verse that this whole ministry is built upon. Just in the idea of there is no higher calling for my life than to be married to Simeon and to be mom of Eden, Knox, and Ivy. And no higher calling for your life than to be married to the man that God gave you and to be a faithful steward of the children that he gave you. As we follow Christ, just having this wonderful blessing and privilege to minister to these people that God have given has given us and just looking well to the ways of our household. And there's so many ways that you can personally apply that. What does that look like for you? And I challenge you, just uh, pause this or just think through with me. What are ways that I am looking well to the ways of my household? Maybe you're thinking of some things like, okay, this is a way that I look after my household well. 
And then think, okay, what are ways that I am not looking well after my household? And that could be in the day-to-day, or that could be as we compare how we treat others, how we try to serve others, versus how we treat and serve our own family. But just remember, ladies, the woman that fears the Lord, the woman that follows after God, looks well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her in the gates. You know, who does God say, rises up and calls this woman blessed. Who rises up and praises her? Her children and her husband. Those that she's with 24-7. And you know, I hope that my friends enjoy my company. Um, I hope that others that I am around are are blessed and and just filled with the Lord and the joy of the Lord by being in my presence. But the truth is, I really, really want my children and my husband to be blessed and encouraged by my presence. You know, I I am thankful. God has given me a wonderful husband. And though we have days that we've said it before on other podcasts, that we are so opposite in every way. We are so opposite. And that has presented challenges at times. Um, I'm so thankful that we enjoy one another's company. You know, I love being with him. And honestly, I I hate not being with him. Um, Just circumstances that we've had in life for the past couple years, we have just been together like almost 24-7. And it's funny, you know, some people are like, oh, I bet you're ready to be done with deputation so you guys can get back to doing your own thing. And, you know, honestly, I... I kind of look at that day like it's going to be sad when when life just, you know, has him in one direction and me in another direction. And I just, I love being together all the time. And he says the same thing. He actually told me just today. He was like, I love being with you. I love spending time with you. I love hanging out with you. You're my favorite person. And, you know, that that just meant so much to me. I'm thankful that that my husband feels that way about me. You know, there are many other examples in Proverbs of a woman who is the complete opposite of this Proverbs 31 woman. Um, you know, the contentious woman, the brawling woman, where it's better to be in a corner of a housetop than, you know, with a, with a, I think it's a contentious woman or with a brawling woman, with, with a woman who is just, you know, angry and loud and not serving the Lord with her life, not seeking to be, as we say so much, as conformed into his image. You just, you want to be away. You'd rather be squished in the corner of a housetop than be around that type of woman. And and I do, th- I'm thankful that today that I was pleasant and Simeon enjoyed my presence, but I hope that tomorrow that, that I'm pleasant and that he enjoys being around me. And now I, you know, take that down to the next level. Take that to my kids. Do they enjoy being around mama? Um, or do they see a joyful mama? Uh, a mama who is happy to serve, who is lays down her own needs and desires to take care of their own. And, you know, I, I'm still in the little years. My kids don't really notice all that I do for them. You know, there, there are times where... You know, I slave away getting dinner together, get it all laid out, get everybody seated, you know, seated in their spot. And, 
you know, oh, well, so-and-so has already drank through their cup. It's empty. All right, well, let me jump up and get that. Okay, well, let's go ahead and pray because, you know, the baby's crying. So we pray. They all start digging in and, you know, oh, well, I needed ketchup. Okay, well, I'll go get ketchup. Oh, you didn't, for you forgot to get me a spoon. And it's like, I am up and down and up and down. Like dinner time is my workout program. I don't know that it has been like four years since I've just sat and eaten a meal while I've been in the presence of my children. Uh, and that's okay. I am tr I am trying to understand that that is okay. That is the season that I am in, and it just presents opportunities for me to serve them. But they are not in a season where they are aware enough to realize, hey, maybe I'm going to get up and go get my own spoon because mommy's already been up like 20 times and she hasn't taken one bite yet and I'm almost done with my plate. Um, but... I don't know how I rabbit trail down there. Anyway, just trying to be to be pleasant and have the, that kindness in dealing with your kids. And you've heard me quote Sally Clarkson before. Um, she shared just I think I've heard it several times, whether it be through a podcast or books or different avenues of her ministry. Um, just really looking, just having a perspective change. So it's not. So much like, oh, I have to get up again. Oh my goodness. You know, quit needing things. Because I do feel like as a mom and as a wife, if I focus on me, if I get this modern day American Western mentality of, okay, I need to film me. I need my time, my self-care, take care of me. I personally tend to quickly get overwhelmed with the idea that I am constantly being needed. And it's not even by one person. It is currently by four people. Somebody is always needing something from me. And, and I've struggled with that. And there have been times where I'm like, I just do not want to be needed. I, I have my own agenda, my own stuff. Don't need me. And that is so wrong. That is such a wrong perspective to have. And Sally challenges over and over. When you start feeling that way, when it's, you know, okay, I just finished the laundry and then this kid had an accident or, you know, this kid had a spill or whatever. And here we go, laundry all over again. Or, you know, when it's been years since I've just been able to sit down and enjoy a meal while it's warm. Or maybe it's that cup of coffee that you have just approached you know, a hundred times and it's five o'clock and there's your cup of cold coffee or whatever it is, you know, just, just having a perspective change instead of being focused on me and I'm always being needed and I just need a break and I just can't even do this or I can't do that. Looking at it like, you know what? God has given me hundreds of opportunities over and over and over today to serve, to sacrifice my own wants, my own needs, my own desires, and to serve those that I love most, those that I prayed for. I remember so many years praying for a husband, praying for children, and God has gifted me those. How, what, am I being a faithful steward of those things that he's giving me? How am I treating them? How am I serving them? You know, when when my husband, you know, when it's, it's just been at taking care of the kids all day and I finally get them to bed and then he needs something or he needs me for something, how am I responding to him? Is it, no, this is my time. I've got the kids to bed. 
deal with it on your own? Or am I, am I quick to serve, to minister? And you know, I'm not, I'm not saying to the complete neglect of yourself. I mean, you have to eat, you have to drink water, you have to, you know, get some rest. But I, it's just this perspective of, is it about me? Is it about just, is it, is, are my eyes on me and my needs or am I looking for ways that I can be a blessing and serve others? So recently, um, this really came home and just in a real life, (laughs) bad example kind of way, um, uh, my oldest, we were driving home from church. We actually had a meeting that was like an hour away. Um, so we were driving home. We had stopped at Olive Garden. <laughs> oh my, we had stopped at Olive Garden. You'll realize in a little bit why I'm laughing. We had stopped at Olive Garden to get lunch. We were driving home. We were like not even 10 minutes away from being home. And my oldest is like, mommy, I just don't feel good. And she hadn't said anything all day. Um, she rarely gets sick. So I was like, honey, you're probably just car sick. We're almost home. And she's like, no, mommy, my stomach really, really hurts. And I was like, you're going to be fine. We're almost there. She's like, I, I'm really not feeling good, mommy. And then all of a sudden, just throw up all down her church dress, all into like every groove of her car seat that there was. And it was Olive Garden and it was so, so gross. And we had had a doozy of a morning at church. They didn't have a nursery. I wound up having to take Ivy out because she started kind of like throwing a fit. So I took her out. I thought that Eden and Knox were coming out quickly um, to be in junior church. And it wound up being more delayed than I thought. Simeon actually had to present um, our ministry while I wasn't in there with the kids and one of our kids got up and started running around in the service. So anyway, it, it was, it was a great meeting, wonderful, sweet people. But as a mom, I felt like <laughs> this is not how the morning was supposed to go. So I was already tired and just kind of like, okay, we need to hit the restart button. And then my daughter just puked everywhere. Um, and, and I did, I lost it. I not, I didn't like lose it at her. I didn't like get mad at her, but I was very much just like, this is just one more thing that I did not need. And I really, I guess I probably was, I was just kind of harsh with her instead of just realizing she, she got sick. She didn't mean to, I'm sure she didn't want to sit with Olive Garden throw up all over her. And, you know, and, and we got home, I got her a bath. We completely deconstructed the car seat. We've got it cleaned. I did the laundry. And, and you know, I had to go back to her. And I had to apologize and, and tell her, Honey, Mommy was grouchy. Mommy was impatient. And I'm sorry. None of that was your fault. I know you didn't feel well. And I'm so sorry that you didn't feel well. How can Mommy help you feel better? Please forgive me for being short-tempered. And and then I went to my husband and I was like, you were a champ helping me deal with the other two, helping me clean up a nasty car seat. The only pair of gloves that I had were size small and he's a size large. So I got the gloves and he didn't. And, you know, I just had to tell him like, thanks for stepping in and helping me, but forgive me for my attitude in that situation. Um, and, and I wish I would have just stopped when it all happened and realized, you know what? It's okay that I'm missing out on the service. Right now, 
my ministry is to my children. And I am as much serving the Lord, taking care of my crying baby, as I would be if I was sitting in there listening to the sermon. That would have that would have started my heart down a better path. And then just as the day went, as different things arise, as my daughter got sick and it just threw a ton of work on me in the afternoon when I was hoping to take a nap, you know, I should have just been kind and calm with her and just looked at it like, yeah, didn't really want to have to do laundry again today, but it's okay. Life happens. And it's just another opportunity that I get to serve her and show her that I love you. I love you so much that I'm going to spend my Sunday afternoon cleaning puke out of your car seat. And I don't know, that may seem like a silly example. Maybe none of you have ever struggled with that. Maybe maybe you all just have the right spirit towards your husband and children all the time. But but I I am I'm weak and I fail. Um, but I just, I'm so thankful for God's forgiveness and I'm thankful that he makes a way that we can have our hearts and our relationships restored with others. Um, I just wanted to share just in the idea of just motherhood and it, it is sacrifice, you know, and I don't even mean that in a negative way. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, it's such a sacrifice to be a mom. No, it, it is a joyful blessing sacrifice. It does require much giving of myself over and over and over, even sometimes when I feel like I don't have any more to give. But it is such an opportunity to point our kids to Christ and to just be Jesus's hands and feet as we minister to the hearts, to the bodies, to the minds of our children. And I want to share a quote um, that Gloria Furman said in her book, Missional Motherhood. She said, God created motherhood for his glory, and that's something worth giving your life away for. A thousand moments a day in all those tiny ways or in one final moment. And I think about that. The practical is there are a thousand moments in a day where we have the opportunity to give of ourselves with the purpose of glorifying Christ. And you may think, you know, hey, filling my kid's sippy cup or cleaning puke out of a car seat, how does that bring glory to Christ? But it's such a bigger picture. It is, I am serving someone that God has entrusted to my care. And that is a blessing. God has given me these kids, this husband to take care of. And whatever way is required to take care of them, I want to do it to the best of my ability to my fullest so that I can be a blessing to them so that I can encourage them and point them to Christ. Um, a, a quote by Sally Clarkson from her book, The Ministry of Motherhood. She said, my love and service to my children must come before any of my great words and my teaching and training. This is what builds our relationship and prepares them to listen to what I have to say. I just, I loved that that idea that even before we teach and train them, we have to love and serve them. And that that really is what is going to capture their hearts. You know, my lessons might capture their minds, but I, I don't want to just capture their minds. I, I want to capture their hearts and, and plant a seed in their heart that will just light on fire for Christ. And one of the ways that I can do that is by this ministry of hospitality to them and and to my husband. And I, I do want to just throw in one quick warning, ladies, that is something that I struggle with in my season that I've heard more mature Titus II women warn about that it is just a struggle for moms in the season of having little kids is that 
We focus so much on meeting the needs of our littles because let's just be honest, there are never ending needs. I mean, diapers, snacks, more diapers, laundry, pick up toys. They want to play this. They made this mess. I mean, it's just, it, it just one thing to the next. Um, but sometimes we get so focused on our kids' needs and ministering to their needs and taking care of them that our husbands just kind of get pushed off to the side. Like, you know what? You're a grown man. You can take care of yourself. So you just go do that. And I'm going to take care of all these little kids. And, and I do think there is an element of there is more of a physical need for the babies than the husband. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't neglect our husbands and, and almost choose our kids over them. You know, I, I think that there is no, no better gift that we could give to our children than to be moms that are just 100% sold out for the Lord. Just that reckless abandon. Love him with all of our heart, soul, and mind. Jesus Christ, preeminent, first and foremost, above all. But then, as far as earthly relationships, people relationships, the second greatest gift we can give our kids is to love their daddies, to take care of their daddies, to serve their daddies, to show our kids, hey, daddy's daddy's first in the home. Mommy takes care of daddy. Mommy wants to meet daddy's needs. If Maybe if they have a need that can wait and, and there's something that your husband needs, hey, daddy needs me right now. I'll come back to you on this. I'm going to help out daddy for a little bit. And and I do think that just as a challenge for us moms that have young ones, multiple young ones, don't forget your husband. Um, just really look for ways that you can serve him. Because I think more often than not, if we really asked our husbands, they would often feel neglected as we just take care of, of the little ones sometimes in this season. So just a challenge, just really a challenge all the way around. As we think about the idea of hospitality and and serving others and making this really concerted effort to be a blessing, don't forget the people that are right smack in front of your face. Don't minister to others, to your church, to your friends, to your neighbors, to the neglect of those within the walls of your home. Because you know what? Your kids and your husband are going to see if you're a hypocrite in this area. If you serve others to the neglect of those within your home, they're going to see that. They're going to know that I am, I'm not mama's priority. I'm not my wife's priority. And, and I don't want that. Back to Proverbs. Let's wrap it up with scripture. Verse 27, she looketh well to the ways of her household. Ladies, let's look well to the ways of our household. Let's make sure that our husbands are loved and that their needs are met. Let's make sure that our children are loved and that their needs are met. And you know, especially in that marriage relationship, something that is so contrary to human nature, but that is so in alignment with Christ and how he's created things to be, is when I focus on my husband and meeting his needs, my needs get met. And, and it's just a beautiful way that God has designed marriage. Um, but when I focus on me and I'm not getting enough, I, I, I feel that I'm not getting enough. Well, I want this and you didn't do that. But when I'm focused on him and serving him, my heart is blessed. 
by my service to him, but also by his service to me. Um, so let's just, let's look well to the ways of our household. You know, if you break out candles for company, break them out for your family every now and then. You know, set the table beautiful. Use the china. Uh, maybe wait till your kids aren't, you know, preschool and under. <laughs> but you do things special. Um, let them know you are the most important people in my life. And I love you. And I am thankful that though it may exhaust me and though I I may struggle and have to ask forgiveness again and again, there is no higher calling than to serve you and to love you and to minister you, to you because you are who God gave to me. And I want to be a faithful steward of all the gifts that he's bestowed on me. Let's close this in prayer. Father, I thank you for these ladies. I thank you for our husbands and for our children. Lord, I thank you for the homes that are represented just by the listeners of this podcast. I pray that you'll be with each one of us ladies as we try to love our husbands the way you love, as we try to love our children the way that you love, as we try to minister and serve within the walls of our home, Lord. I pray that our hospitality will first start in our hearts and in our relationship with you, but that the next step of that will be as as we minister within the walls of our home to our husband and children. Lord, help us to serve and to sacrifice with a happy heart, with a heart that's filled with joy, Lord, and um, just help us to be all that you want us to be, Lord. Continue to conform us to your image in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.